Yes, yes, y'all. This is the Full Disclosure Show where we tell it like a T.I. is. Derek Lamont wins the first. Big Dick Dashley, Baba Rich Green, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house, right back at you one more again. Tap in. What's up, y'all? Hey, we on this another another day. Happy birthday, my cousin Janice Ogletree. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Congratulations to my niece, Evie. Gave birth to her first child. Eight pounds, 19 inches. Baby girl, Earl Lynn Therese Curry. Congratulations. Congratulations. Sagittarius. In, yeah. in the house, it's Sagittarius season. What's up, or hey, baby? How you living? How you living, man? What's up, y'all? Thanks for joining us. If you checking on us, you know, share, like. We want your comments. We want your inventory. We want whatever you want to say. We want to hear. It. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a really great show. What's up, nephew? What's up with it, y'all? I just want to. Um, I want to give a shout out, and I want y'all to. You know, put out your thoughts, y'all, prayers or what have you for the Horton family. They are going through something right now. Their family member had a bad accident. He's fighting for his life. Uh-huh. You know, a close family member, close friend. So I just want to put that out there, put out that positive energy for her and her family. That's what's up. Well, we're freezing up on the Facebook side, but we're keeping moving for the... Uh... For the uh, podcast side, so um, I guess I was gonna start it off this week, and I want to send prayers out to to that family as well. I guess we're going in and out. I don't, really don't know. You know, Facebook be on us, boy. Mm-hmm. They do. Facebook be on us. So you know, y'all make sure y'all listen to us on other forms of social media, anywhere that you stream and podcasts or whatever. Check us out. The full disclosure show. Yes, yes, yes. On spot on Spotify on Stitcher. You know, I'm gonna start putting the uh, full uh, episodes on on my square on my Facebook on uh, YouTube, and so y'all be able to check us out on there also. So, uh, seems like it's rolling to no, me. No, but, it's rolling. It's rolling again. On yeah, my side. yeah. Okay. So, without no. further ado, we're gonna go ahead and get into social media post of the week. Hey man. So, you know what? One of the things we're gonna talk about this week, we're gonna talk about my man Patrick. Patterson. He's an NBA player for the Los Angeles Clippers. And this week he was accused of calling black women bulldogs. What's up, son? Heck of an What's accusation up, right there. What's going What's on? What's up, there? Reese? <laughs> Heck of an accusation. So what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna kind of share this article that I'm using as source material to go ahead and talk about this. Um and that uh, I don't get the notification anymore uh, to know y'all are on. Well, I'm going to start making sure I get it to you personally, personally. All right, so here's what happened. Patrick Patterson was on Twitter, and he was tweeting. It was his anniversary. He posted a picture of him and his wife, beautiful blonde-haired woman. He's a tall, uh, nice-looking black man, a beautiful wedding photo, and it says, In all the world, there is no heart for me like yours. In all the world, there is no love for you like mine. Happy anniversary. Then he had one of his fans come in. Uh, Mafia material BWA responded to him. He said, but it's not that, bro. You grew up loving your own women. Why wait till you get some money, some real money, for your perspective? And even if he wasn't in the NBA and worked at Walmart in Toronto, you wouldn't stand a chance, bro. 
you just became another statistic. I bet she's the only one in her family history to date a black. Stay woke, my guy. So he responded, uh, if I never made it to the NBA, I would have never met her while playing for Toronto. But was, why does that matter? Love is love at the end of the day. Then he went on to say, so I should settle for a bulldog and act like I'm happy with my life and preach, keep it in your own race to the world as if Dr. King didn't fight slash die for equality, acceptance, all cultures loving one another and no hate, no thanks. That may be your life, but I don't want that for mine or my family. Cousin doesn't, color doesn't matter. Wake up. So out of this, this is what you've been hearing about the NBA star Patrick Patterson saying that he uh, he called black women bulldogs. Now, I'll just go ahead and I'm just get mine real quick. You know, based on that exchange, it sounded like he was just really trying to uh, defend his decision. You know, it's just kind of like what we're talking about with Stephen A. Smith doubled down on his comments. You tend to dig in the dirt and you defend yourself. You feel attacked from all sides. And I feel he was just trying to big up his woman, say happy anniversary like a lot of men do on social media. Um, one thing I'm going to say, this is what you get for always posting stuff on social media. It ain't for everybody. Let's, you know, when you put your relationship out there, it's just like these people, oh, this is my new boo, this is my bae. And then all of a sudden you stop seeing they boo and bae. I want to know why you broke up. You've been sharing everything else. Why don't you share that story? But that's beside the point anyway. So then this 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 person comes on. Actually, it sounds like the person kind of know him. If I'm look, looking at that, because he went to the Toronto days. This dude played in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Now he's with the L.A. Clippers. He's not like a superstar, but he still make $3 million a year. You know, the brother paid. And then he's like, you know, he just, hey, you wouldn't you wouldn't have had a chance with her. Now, right there, that's some BS in that, too. Because why wouldn't he have had a chance with her? You, you understand what I'm saying? It's almost like, let's say if that was a brother talking to him, like you said, you don't have a chance unless you got some money. Now, I'm taking it because the woman's pretty. You know, looking at the picture, she's a pretty girl. I ain't going to sit here in front. Blonde, blue-eyed, whatever. Whether she was chocolate and caramel, she's, she's a nice-looking girl. So I took it that he's saying you wouldn't have a chance with a girl like that if you didn't have that money. So he responded, so what? I'm supposed to be with a bulldog to that portion of it. Mm. Then he, he responded to the race portion of it because then the guy said, you know, why switch up? Switch up. I'm thinking he meaning why'd you switch from dating black women and now you dating no, you, you marry a white woman. You dating black women all your life. Now you make it. Now you, you get a white woman. And let's be honest, this, this is a topic of conversation in a lot of people's households. Why is it that so many brothers get money and then they flip the script? Like, you know, what, what they grew up with is not good enough. Mm. You upgrade. So, you know, dude just found, you know, his chance to, to say something and wake up my guy. Dude, to me, was just defending his position. But when you take just a little excerpt out and you take the bulldogs, you extrapolate that and then you apply it to all black women. I don't think that's what this man said in that. I just don't. I don't get that he was saying all black women are bulldogs. And for us to just say that to me is disingenuous. I believe it was clickbait. It was a thing to go ahead and do in order to get people to click on this so you can sell another product. I, I really think there's no no issue here. That was just a brother defending his woman. That's just like if somebody, uh, T.I. for so many years has had to defend him being in love with Tiny because people are saying she ain't cute enough for you. And he's he's had to say certain things like, you know, like, damn, you know, 
Y'all get mad if I would have married a white woman. I married a black woman. Now she ain't cute enough. Even though she, you know, high, high yellow, whatever she may be, she's still black. So I'm not, my life is not yours to sit here and make these uh, decisions with. Then Patrick Patterson came out with an apology afterwards. But to be real, I don't think he owe anybody shit. That's it. That's it. I drove my line in the sand. Now I, I, I hear I, I hear y'all think. Lisa, what's your thoughts? Um, I can uh, see how it could come off as him calling all black women bulldogs, but I don't think that he, that's what he was saying. I don't know the guy, so I don't know if he's ever had any other history where he said something like that, but I've never, that's not, I didn't get that. Like when I was reading the story and hearing others people, you know, I didn't ever hear that he was saying, he had said other racial things against black women. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's what he was saying. I think what you were saying, you know, he was just saying, you know, why, why? because I don't have money, I couldn't get a pretty girl. Yeah. And I do think that's what he was saying in this situation. But why is it that people always feel the need to put their nose in somebody else's relationship? Like, how is, is your relationship tight? And why does it matter if this if this man chooses to be with a white woman, I'm Gabriel. Mean, that's not my choice. I don't choose to be with a white man. But if that man chooses to be with a white woman, then let that man be. It's not hurting you. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's always concerned about uh, race mixing, but in reality, aren't we all one? Don't we all come from each other? In reality, in real life, well, don't they come from us? You know. So why is it that? When we decide, when somebody decides to day outside their race, why is it a problem? But you want to, but you want to cry about racism. You know, so you want to mm -hmm. cry about somebody being prejudiced against you, yeah. and then you turn around and be prejudiced against somebody because they don't do what you feel that they should do. I think whoever told Patrick Patterson that guy needs to look in the mirror and check himself. That's how I feel. It, it, it plays into what you said. I think last week how. Some, I know a couple of weeks ago, sometimes people who are prejudiced against can be, you know, will, don't want to be judged, turn around and will judge somebody else. Yeah, the more you get something, tough. the more you become right. like what you're against. You just manifest your own, your own destiny by, you know what I'm saying? You manifest what you didn't want to manifest because you kept dwelling on what you didn't want. That's right. So, I mean, he just Man, makes my, some my I would think at this point, uh, professional players as well as entertainers, especially professional athletes more so, would be a lot more media, social media savvy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you would think they would have like people talking to them and telling them how to go about certain things on social, just media period, just handling the media. And, that, and social media is included in that. Like, you you see how that little snippet that he put and everybody took it around with it. Because that's what I thought. When I said, oh, he called all black women dogs, bulldogs. And I was like, well, let me go see. And then as I'm reading the story, I didn't get that either. Like, okay. And then I got his apology. And, and to, 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 to talk about the dude who wrote it. I understand as a black man or a black woman, that is that feels the way like, you know, feel the way that I feel about black women. You know what I mean? I understand how, bro, like, I, I feel when I see 
you know, guys, when you say Kanye's West, say, well, you know, when you make it, you get a white, get yourself a white girl. Yeah. And there's one thing you're like, oh, you see it and you have a certain sentiment. But at the same time, I'm not about to run up on nobody on what they chose to be with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's that man's choices. Everybody has an individual choice. It's like, I don't want you run up on me about what I choose. You know, or saying, well, this is this and this is that. But if that's what he make, hey, man, I wish him, I wish him all the best. I do. I wish anybody... You know, love and happiness. Now we know for a fact that some people look at as as certain women. And I don't want to just see white women, but that uh, you know, like not a foreign. You gotta have some foreign. Like this is success. This is this is a, a, a status symbol. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so, and once you get into a next tax bracket, there's a whole different layer of women that you're exposed to. You know what I mean? It's just a different type of woman. You know what I mean? You're different places than you were before. You know, the place you used to hang out now, you hang out and you don't see the same type of women. And these women are, are more than friendly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's easy for like these athletes to get caught up in, in, in that uh, rigmarole. Actually, it, it takes more effort, I would think. To say, okay, I'm gonna be with, you know what I mean? I'm gonna be with a sister. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna keep it, keep it yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep it black. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I mean, and I always, big, all the athletes, the people that I see that, that that are, you know, black love and are together. You know, we always shout them out like, oh, it's beautiful, da 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 da. And it doesn't matter per se. You know, as long as you're happy, you, you know, it's all about you. And he's not out bashing. I mean, he ain't wasn't like. Besides this What's up, episode, Jerome? What's up, Chris? ain't like he's been out bashing black women. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate black women. That's why I got me a white woman, because you black women, this, that, and the third, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So if that's his preference, that's his preference. You know, but I will say this to the guys that- Here, let me read this comment real quick. Jerome okay. Jackson said, if racism had anything to do with love, it would not have to be taught. It would be an instinct. So if a person practices the negativity for no reason when it comes to another person's relationship, they shouldn't they be asked, are you keeping it real with yourself? All right. We got one over here, uh, Kofi Prempe. He said, uh, and hopefully I'm saying that right, bro. Go ahead and, you know, you put a little pronunciation up there. You know, I'm cleaning public schools, so you know how I go. He said, <laughs> boycott Q&S. They are not A-dudes or African descendants of slaves, uh, American descendants of slavery. Read Miss King's letter about immigrants taking African-American jobs. Hey, dudes rising. What's going on, Patrick? Bubba Boy Cole. But I do want to kind of go, let me get in some balance. You know, you know, Mr. Devil's Advocate right here. I will say this. I do have a problem with people, regardless of the race, that sit up and tell you, well, I don't date people from my race, whether you white, black, Asian, whoever, and you, you put down the people that you're from. That's never been cool with me. And, you know, just because you choose something doesn't mean there's something wrong with what you came from. Mm -hmm. You got to remember your mama was that or your daddy was that. So it's a part of you. Like, if this is your preference, I don't believe in putting down certain things in order to lift something up. Mm -hmm. But if you watch the American structure, that's exactly what's happening. That's why I just told you today, I understand that people who are disenchanted with the whole political process, because you see the hypocrisy of what goes on. 
But these people are, are who who are the people who shape a lot of your thoughts. These are the people who own the TV stations, the radio stations, mm. people who own things like Facebook, the whole nine. So you could be inundated with certain things to make you look at yourself in a non-positive light. So anything that's not you is better than you. It's just like, you know, us, when we become conscious, you know, you fall in love with the non-sub-Saharan Africa. You fall in love with Egypt and Kemet and all this other stuff, but you forget about the Zulu, the Mandinka, and, and, and everything dark. Or, you know, you, you want to be part of the American diaspora and say, oh, we were here first, or you want to be part of the Black Hebrew mm-hmm. Israelite. The truth is, we, we are part of all of that. All of those stories are true. It's not one is more true than the next. All of those stories are true because we, we, we had dominion over this entire planet. However, going back to saying that I don't want to be a part of this or these women are better than this woman because these women don't have an attitude or I like this woman attitude. It's crazy because how media does it is, oh, a black woman got a bad attitude. But if a Latina has the exact same attitude, oh, she's a spicy Latina. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is just sexy. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I need that spicy Latina. You know, it's just, it's narratives. You know, bottom line is my mama black. I love black women. That's not to say I don't enjoy black women. Or I mean, white women, I haven't found some attractive. I have. I found women of all different varieties attractive. You know, I'm a man. All women look good. But I just think that I'm going to have certain uh, things in common with a black woman. She might understand my struggle a little bit more. You know, she the one who could touch me on the shoulder and tell me I can run through the wall and I'm a believer. You know, so I do understand people who may have a problem with it because you see so many of our sisters who are single, good women. I see a lot of educated black women who can't even find a man. And then you see this man who's successful. He's a walking success story. He's a business. He ain't a businessman. He's a businessman. And you sit here and then you marry somebody who don't look like the women who would be happy to marry you. Mm-hmm. You're not keeping money in the family. I do understand that thought process. Yeah. That's the same reason why we don't get mad. If an Asian woman married a white man or a black man and her father hated that white man or black man, you wouldn't bat an eye because you understand, well, her father just kind of trying to protect that heritage. If an Indian man from India hated the fact that his his daughter or his son married someone who wasn't Indian, you understand it. You say, oh, okay, I understand because it's not the traditional norm or whatever. Why is it black people and white people, we trip on that? Mm-hmm. It's not racism. It's the preservation of your lineage. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's not being racist. That's right. that's you. That's you. You 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 know. I think the white nationalists get it wrong because they want to hate something or hurt something. Do you, motherfucker? Do you? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And let these people do them. If you if you really love yourself, then you don't have to worry about this, that, or people's opinion. This man should be in a better position mentally that he wouldn't even need to respond to that. He's been through that already. You get the looks when you walk through the door. You hear the whispers. Mm-hmm. Bruh, grow up. You're 30 years old. You shouldn't even feel the need. Derek hit it on the head. This is a business that uh, we can start right now. Public relations for today's athlete for media. Media relations. You go in and you start coaching. In music, they used to have A&Rs. Motown used to have a whole group of people who would sit there and show you how to answer certain questions to the media so you don't come off this, you don't come off that. Whatever happened to that? These people get out here and they just saying everything and they think it don't have... We in the cancel culture. You could be canceled like this. Yeah. Bruh's lucky he ain't get canceled. Black Twitter probably having a field day with this. They probably going to have a field day with some of the things that I just said. But hopefully they see that, you know, we, I'm trying to tie it into I do understand. I do understand people who are like... For the women out there, for the black women who are educated, successful, 
beautiful and you sitting there lonely and single, I understand you have an attitude with mm -hmm. this. I understand. I want my black son to marry a black woman. Mm. Maybe that's why he's dating a white girl right now. <laughs> hey, son. Jerome Jackson said, I dig. And he also said, preservation of lineage is important. I agree. But aren't we all one race? Yeah. That, that's I true. But, you know, history makes that hard. Like, you know, black people, we didn't put the world the way it is like yeah. like now. We are responding to it. So yeah, we, we didn't make we didn't make the race relations the way they are now. You know what I mean? This is what we are responding to. So and a and a point sometimes our back against the wall to preserve what we have because they try so hard to yeah, tear it apart, rip it us. apart. And I, what I also wanted to say was you you just don't have man, you don't have to put your opinion on everybody. We have our opinion, but I don't have to put my opinion on everybody else's, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and and like you said though, once you put it out there, once you put it on social media, so you make it open for somebody to say something about it. You know, they might say, you know, we don't want to post something and then somebody that says something, you're like, what the hell I gotta do with what I posted? You know what I mean? But you don't put it out there so people can say what they want to say. You had somebody comment on something and ain't even what we talked about. You had a picture of like Donald Trump with uh who's the guy that got they murdered and they say he killed himself. The, the pedophile, the white oh, pedophile. Oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. You had a picture of Donald Trump with Jeffrey Epstein, and we weren't even talking about that, but it just happened to be that picture, and somebody thought you were talking about that. Yeah. And, and went, it off went off on you. Yeah. yeah. And, like, like, did you even listen to what we talking about? People love sound bites, man. I don't like to call anybody unintelligent, but I don't think that we think. That's the problem. We don't think. We see sound bites. You post an article, people don't even read the article, and then they make comments about what they thought the article was about. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Lisa. Go. We, I've been running my mouth. I know you probably have something else you wanted to say. Um, I do think that when you are at a certain level of celebrity stardom, you you shouldn't be you shouldn't be posting all your business out there because you leave yourself to be scrutinized, and then you know people judge. People are so judgmental. And they don't even get the whole story before they judge. They, like you said, they just get that sound bite or that clip, and then they just go in on you. And I'm pretty sure, you know, people people's went in on y'all <laughs> off little sound bites, little clips, you know. So, but see, you know, it's different. It's different when you arguing or you you debating online about a topic or something, mm -hmm. and then when people want to get personal. You know what I mean? You see it all the time. Like, now nah, we we talking about something, a topic. Not me or not you. That somebody want to, oh, you add. Like, why why we got to go there? So, and then it, it's natural. When when you put something personal online, because I don't put And then somebody say, oh, yeah, you you know, you look something per, like attacking you. Mm -hmm. You're like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you will feel like, the, I, I'm nah. Nah, I'm about to blast him. <laughs> I'm about to light him up. You, you know, that bulldog. You're like, oh, my mama just died. I blast your mama died. That's, I mean, I guess that's, that's what you get for having a son like you. Y'all watch, y'all tap tapped into the full disclosure show. Jangling about where's the first. Big Dick Daddy, Baba Rich Green, and Lisa, Lisa, the little lady of the house. Give us a call, man. Uh, 330-578-4230. And uh, we're going to go ahead and slide on in to the next subject, Miss Lisa Lisa. So uh, <laughs> I want to talk about language and basically these bad words. So <laughs> I was told, you know, somebody came to me and said, you know, Lisa, I really like your show. You got a good show, but 
why do you have to cuss so much? You know, it's unladylike. And I'm like, well, you know, I cuss because I'm grown and that's just what I want to say. But I let, but, let me let me let me real quick. I want to read. The, we got a, few, a couple of comments. Jerome Jackson said he wanted to clarify: if we continue to push race, we will get a pushback from our children. And then he says, so we should be, so we should grace in embracing any possibilities and be accepted of outcomes. I feel that. Okay, Lisa, go ahead. And um, I just don't understand why. What makes these words bad? And who said that these words are bad? You know, like, why can't why can't I say a cuss word, a bad word, and it just be that? Why is it so unladylike? You know? <laughs> Somebody just commented on my said They said your son playing in the snow. <laughs> What's up, Duffy? That's Derek Gray. <laughs> I just think that... Um, Words shouldn't matter as far as, you know, a bad word or a cuss word because most of the time these, these cuss words, when you look them up, they don't, they're not even bad. The definition of them don't even mean anything crazy. So why is it, a, why is it such yeah, a bad thing? How does the thing? definition be completely different from the term, the way we yeah, use it? Yeah, so why is these words bad? You know, why is bitch bad? <laughs> I don't think you, I, I haven't heard you say bitch. I don't. Yeah. You say fuck a lot. I do. You, you say fucking fuckery. Those that those the Lisa Lisa isms. <laughs> I be over here like fuckery. Okay. <laughs> and I just think that you know. I mean, but it, that's what it is. <laughs> fuckery. It's <laughs> all fuckery. Uh, you know what people? And I mean, did you finish your thought? I, I, I yeah. I think people people think when you curse. Now it's two two things of cursing. One, one of the favorite people, my favorite people in the world is Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. He cusses like a sailor. Two things about cursing. One, they say people who curse are more honest than people who don't. And then the second one is sometimes people curse because they have a lack of vocabulary. And I believe the critique that you got was from somebody who actually really loved you. Mm -hmm. And basically what I believe he was trying to say is it's showing to him that you lack an he probably think people think you lack the vocabulary. Yeah, that, he, that was one of his arguments. Uh, yeah, and and so in that, I, I think part of that is the misogyny that the, the world has. Because mm -hmm. e even as a man, you know, who thinks that he's moving forward, I have a level of misogyny in me as well. So I was, we just talked about this before we went on. Women who cuss a lot, I like my woman to curse. But when we're doing certain things, I don't want you cussing. You know, and we 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 had a uh, at a award ceremony, and I'm yeah, getting award. I mean, and you, yeah. And you sit you talk to a CEO, you're like, yeah, I told that bitch. I said, look, and then that nigga go say blah blah. I'm like, God damn. I mean, if we somewhere, we in a restaurant, or we somewhere like that, I ain't gonna be like, hey, you know what, hey mother, and you know, but. If I'm having a conversation with my friends or my friends or I'm having a conversation like the Full Disclosure Show, which we talk about real subjects and we real about the subject, then I'm gonna have, I might need to say a cuss word. Yeah. Well, just when we started, I said to purposely, you know, normally I really do avoid cursing. And the reason why is if you curse a lot, sometimes... With this stuff, you ain't going to be able to go viral because some people don't play cuss words. Like the shade room, they play everything. They 
you bought the cussing. But I really think that, you know, that's your dad. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's that's your people. And he just, he want to see his daughter in a certain light. He want to be able to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I can understand that. And he want to be able to refer his friends to your show. I understand and that. And then every show, you in there, you F-bombing, you F-bombing. It's like, it's a reflection. Sometimes we put our limitations on our kids. And we like, oh, we want them to be so perfect. That's why it's much more fun probably being a grandparent than a parent. Mm -hmm. Grandparent like, baby, put that down. Where a parent like, put that shit down. You see the difference? It's a little bit easier on the handle. So he want to be able to laud you and say, look, what's my baby doing? She 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 making so, social change, blah, blah. And I didn't mean to put you on blast, sir. I apologize <laughs> about that. Because I'm big about not saying the source material. But I can't 100% say that he's wrong. I do understand what he's saying. Because if I was watching... I got kids that do a, do a little podcast. I don't want them cussing every 15 seconds because I want to be able to watch it. I want to be able to show y'all and my other friends. But if they come up and they sitting there and they talking like they NWA, I'm just like, it, it's a little bit embarrassing. But your ego, my ego shouldn't be theirs. Let them be the person that they are. I understand that you're a beautiful, intelligent black woman. And if people really got to know you, they see the sincerity in the mm -hmm. words that you say. I mean, I think you're truly a wonderful person. And if that's all they're going to judge you on, then they really just don't know you. But I don't think that every critique is a bad one. That we should have enough in ourselves that our ego doesn't get in the way and we say, oh, you're 100% wrong. Okay, maybe it's a little bit of right in there. Mm -hmm. So how do we find a happy medium? You know what I mean? I think we had a comment, then I'm going to get back to you. Patrick, my boy Cole said, it's not so much that a woman cussing is a turnoff. It's the women who take it to the extreme to where they come off as masculine. And see, we come from a different generation, y'all. Don't kill us for this. We ain't, we ain't the PC. We, we, we old school people. Then we had um, Jerome Jackson share something, uh, a link. He said, swearing is actually a sign of more intelligence, not less. As and that's what I was gonna, one mm -hmm. of the points I was going to get to, because I actually did read that article okay. where it was saying that the more you cuss, it shows, shit, Lisa. <laughs> it shows mm -hmm. a sign of intelligence. And honestly, I kind of people are going to judge you no matter what you do, no what you, do. you know, it, it, especially a certain group you are of, yellow. especially a certain group of people, you know, and especially now that we have a little platform, people are going to be more judgmental no matter what I do. So if I gain weight, they're going to judge me. If I lose weight, they're going to judge me. If I wear this, if I wear that, only thing that I feel is if as long as you're happy with who you are and your immediate surroundings it ain't like, oh, you you know you're doing too much. Wait, shout out to you. You lost about 10, 15 pounds. I just want to give it up to Lisa real quick. I'm looking quite fabulous, ladies Thank and you, gentlemen. thank you. That vegan diet doing the thing. Thank you, thank you. Ooh, where my bacon sandwich? <laughs> but but if but as long as you're happy with who you are and you're growing, mm -hmm. you know, but I can't understand I understood where he was coming from and I understand what you're saying about, you know, he may he maybe he would support me a little more mm -hmm. if you know if I carried my language a little more. And it's not that it's a lack of voca vocabulary. It's just hey, what so I want to say. Hey, tap me on the shoulder and then I say, "Fuckery." Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's just fuckery. Bro. You gonna be my new one? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm your uh, I'm your anger translator. I'm Luther, your anger translator. So I, I feel as though that people just need to come together, and we shouldn't have so much discourse. 
No, fuck that. I'm joking, y'all. Hey, man. <laughs> D, I know you want to say something. Why are we got Jerome Jackson said his ass. She says, Hey, y'all, sorry for cussing so much today. She, she say fuck so much. I know she can't laugh emoji. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, They also say most intelligent people are. Uh, uh, in the world, custom you, F, the F bomb is your favorite. That is it, Lisa. You really do. Say I do. F a lot. I do. I do. Well, well maybe know, we switch it to damn. Well, see, that's the. Th- I th- can try. <laughs> no, go ahead, D. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. You look. He's like that's the thing. <laughs> Hold on. The professor about to talk. We gonna give it up to him, y'all. D in the house. Well, we do have one comment before you go, D. How do words become masculine and feminine? Cussing does not detract from femininity. Say it, Veronica. Thor got your back. She said, F Thank you, girl. Thank you. She said, F that. <laughs> there. Oh, uh, y'all, y'all getting into one of the conversations, you know, when we say we pull people in the conversation that we have. This is a conversation that we've had, you know what I mean? And we kind of like pulling y'all into it. And it's like, to the point, like, well, my, my question was always like, like you said, what, what makes this word unusable? Like why? Why does fuck? Why can't we say that word? Like what? Where is the etymology that comes to the point where this word is deemed unusable by popular opinion? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so, certain words, and and I, I think it's context too. When we talk about cussing or cussing too much, I think when we we all know when you're talking to a person, you have a conversation with a person, and by the way they speak and how they talk. When cuss words are used, is it is it as an accent? You know what I mean? Like, you know, as soon as you're talking to somebody ratchet, and it's like <laughs> two seconds in the conversation, you already know this person is, is what, you know what I mean? Oh, my God, I can't listen to this shit. You know what I mean? As opposed to a person where, you know, like, yeah, that's Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? It is some bullshit. You're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? The words, it, it, you got to take the context of the words. You know what I mean? In the context of the medium and the context of the conversation. And we all got common sense. Like, certain words, we all grown. Like, I'm not going to sit here and get offended by uh, words used in the context of a conversation, yeah, you know I what I mean, you. as opposed to, you know, uh, fuck, 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 fuck every five minutes, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, the pussy was so good, oh, you know what I mean? God. I mean, see, that's what I'm saying, you see, you <laughs> automatically, so you yeah. automatically it's understand it's the, the context of the conversation, like Cardi B. And you shut it down. And you shut it down yeah. immediately, you know, it's a difference when you watching something like and the Cardi guy's B, cussing. Though. I mean that's cool, but yeah. you know what I mean. I it's can't listen to her. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, her rap, I can't no. listen to her. No, I just no, can't no, listen. No, her I, I can't like listen her to her a, talk. I, I like her as a personality. I can't listen right. to her talk. Like I just, even if she's not cussing, I can't listen really? to her. Like I just. Well, it be people. You know, you see people. It be people. You know, that's a euphemism. Black right. culture. It be always. So you, they'll talk and they end it. Here's every sentence. I'm, I'm gonna give you a sentence in the hood. Hey, 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 yo, what's up, dog, man? I was, I was talking to that motherfucking shit, right? And then, look, mm-hmm. I went over here and shit, and then we did this and shit, right? So mm-hmm. we walk up, we tell that motherfucker and this and shit, right? And you just like, oh, my God. Yeah, after like, five minutes, you, you kind of, like, yeah. Man, what the hell is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and shit. But, you know, it is interesting how we put, how words, some words carry so much power and how some words carry water. And then yes. it's also in the context of how the word is used. You know, you can be in an argument or you can say something, you know, in jest to a person and yeah. use the same word. 
and then say something, you know, I'm like you, like you pole. Like, what you know we just call me? Yeah. <laughs> you garden tool. Yeah, like, he called me a pole? What the hell? And you, and you mad because of how I said it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a flex. Not what you say sometimes how you say it. Veronica Dura said, and she said, am I not equipped to use vocabulary enhancers as well? <laughs> she went on to say, oftentimes when females cuss a lot, it's the show of comfortability. Uh, from whoever the audience is. So, Lisa, maybe you're just comfortable. I am just comfortable with y'all. Like, I can be who I be. I can say what I say. That's it. And that's just what it is. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the type of person that I am anyway. I say what I say and I say how I feel. And if you don't like it, then right. I and mean. Hopefully, y'all can be comfortable with us to say how y'all feel and listen to what we say and, 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 and take into context what's being said and, and not be. You know, because I'm I'm growing. I'm Fuck sorry. Y'all yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I use profanity. You know what I mean? But you see, man, I don't even use the N word in regular conversation. Like right. y'all talk to me outside of this, you don't hear me. It's not a lot of old bunch of N words, and I do curse like a seller. I do make it a point because I public speak. I, I public speak a lot, so I know how not to curse in public settings. But if I'm comfortable, right? It, I'm it may, it exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like, I can go to a. Uh, when I'm on the phone selling life insurance, I wasn't like, hey, what's up, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Look, motherfucker, you're getting on my nerves. Yeah, whatever. You know. Mm. But, but see, that, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. You say I just flow it out. But he's like, hey, Garcon. You be hard on it. You be cutting up. Lisa, you, I, I would hate to be one of your kids when you mad. Well, see, that's not the advice. No, 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 no. We'll show you Lisa fuck over a fuck. No, but well, Lisa say fuck. It got to have content. It got to have content. You know when you want when you when you stating that shit, you need to say yeah. and you need to put that F on it. You know, what I'm saying? you, you old school that. black cousin. Yeah. You know how to deliver it like Bernie Mac. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But see, because you don't say it all the time. Like, but when it's said, it has emphasis. Like, oh yeah, that's like my grandma. I'm feeling that. That's Hortense hating cussing you out. Uh, Patrick Bubba Boyko commented Derek said, exactly. Uh, context makes a difference. He, he said you hit it on the head, D. He went on to say, thank you, thank you. That's what makes dirty jokes appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't go say certain things, yeah. certain people. Lisa, cut, cut them up, so. <laughs> she, see, you got that. You the old school black person who, who know how to curse. Like, it's like. You know, I been, I guess I've been anesthetized too much. You know, my fuck just don't have to say emphasis as a Lisa, you gotta fuck him up, you know. If I say fuck him up, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, he, he kinda black. At least like fuck, yeah, yeah, that's she meant that shit. And that's what he get, you meant that. You I meant, meant that. that. I meant this shit. It's fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all tapped in to the full disclosed. Fully soul. disclosed. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Red Green, Dick Dazzly, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house. Yeah, I'm so ignorant. Well, again, we thank y'all for tapping in, I man. I, you know, just to be I a leader, though, yeah. to be a leader, to be strong, you got to be aggressive. You got to keep it real, though, too. You know? You, you know? Yeah. Man, I yeah. told you, if I'm, if I'm talking to somebody and they ain't cursing, man, a woman, I'm suspicious. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like you ain't, you know. You know I had a woman tell me, don't cuss me out during sex. And don't ever call me a bitch. I was like, I ain't never called one a bitch. And I go back and think, yeah, I choked the shit out of my fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't mean it. Okay, you know what? We're going to get a whole bunch of complaints now. We, I said it in love. It's a joke, y'all. Come on, man. 
Yeah, you're a woman beater. Uh, I'm about to get a whole bunch of messages. Man, look, people. if you ain't choked the woman out, you ain't, you ain't really been in love. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't choke you, man, they don't love you. At what point you ain't been in love? I I'm gonna need her to choke me sometime. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna. I need to get choked once a week to make sure he loves me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that Tasha and Ghost love. Yeah. You gonna do what I tell you to do? Uh, uh-uh, that's that belly love. That's that belly Tommy love. and Keisha. Ooh. Uh, Ike and Tina. She's so fine. <laughs> Ike and Tina. <laughs> Who played Keisha in that movie? She was so fine. She was so fine. I can't remember her name, but she also played in... Um... All that chocolate. What's I don't that, know. What's that movie? I'm going to uh, Diabetic. I don't know. But speaking of movies, y'all, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and That's get a great segue. That's yeah, a great yeah, segue. Yeah. Go, we're going to go ahead and have a little discussion. West Side Story. Really? Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. Right. We're going to go ahead and get into the okay. discussion of this Queen and Slim movie. Queen and Slim. Spoiler alert, y'all. Spoiler alert. We're going to try. I, I really recommend, if you're checking us out, to go ahead and check. We checked it out up in Columbus. Shout out to Columbus in the, in the, in the uh, Hood Theater. Man, <laughs> the, the hood is theater. theater I've ever I've been, been in. to in a while. It's like the standard. You know, back in Cleary, I know what it is. Yeah, it was the scrubby dub, but it's a great movie, man. And uh, like we we won't we won't uh give none of the plot away. If you understand the premise of the movie, you probably know that it's it's basically it was about a couple that get stopped by the police. Where did they shoot that movie at? In Cleveland, Ohio. Where's Cleveland? Right here, mama. <laughs> and uh uh, in, Cleveland, uh a, a scruffle ends up and the police officer ends up getting shot. And killed, and then they go on the run. Uh, and like Black Bonnie like and Clyde. Type, that's what it's being called, the Black Bonnie and Clyde. Oh and, and again, like I said, it's an excellent movie, and there's a lot of undertones, a lot of things that we can discuss, you know, because you see that movie, it's just like what's going on. It's just based, uh, uh, old girl from the, the Do the Shot, Lena, Lena Ray, Lay, what's her name? Lena Wave. Lena Wave. Shout out to her, man. A uh, wonderfully written movie. The shot. Directed. From the yeah, shot. yeah. Yeah. That's a great show. And too. um we just gonna get into like, you know, some of the some of the um the ins and outs of the movie, man. Again, with uh, the the most impressive part to me, or one of the most impressive parts to me, is the relationship between him and her. And and, and not to get in the way, but they don't know each other. You know, this is the first date, the first date they meet. First day they go on, this incident ends up happening. And the relationship between him and her is just so interesting. You know what I mean? It's like a microcosm of the dynamic of the relationship between black man and black woman. There's a lot of things in it that uh, that represent, I felt, you know what I mean? My interpretation that represented the, a lot of the relationship, like for the fact that when the, the black, the, the man, the brother played by old boy from uh uh, 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 get up, get out. You know, y'all know yeah. the brother and shit. I can't think of his name. He he plays. Yeah, he plays uh, Slim, and uh, he's like a he's like a Christian. He playing gospel music. You know what I mean? And she's an atheist. She don't believe in God. So you had this push and pull, and it's subtle. The way they did it is very subtle. The things they said, but it was very impactful. And some of the things that was going on, and her being a strong, she was a strong black woman. She's a lawyer. Um, you know, she, she, she seen the ins and out of the justice system in and out. So she knows it back and forth. You know what I mean? And 
at this, and, but she's lonely. She's hard. She's hard herself. You know what I mean? She doesn't have no man. She doesn't have any friends hardly. You know what you see a lot of sisters out here doing. Like it was, it was very uh, uh, emblematic of that. Like you see a lot of women who harden themselves because of what's going on out here and because of the, you know, the whole, well, you just said a lot of uh, uh, representation of women who are professional, who are, you know, and don't have, no, and don't have anybody. But a lot of it was her doing. And which is, I think, representative of a lot of sisters out there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Self-sabotage. Right, right. And and their their relationship was very uh, combative. And it, it was a lot of interesting things doing it. And, and uh, shout out to my man, Bo King Woodby, who nailed it. I haven't always been a fan of his his work. You know Bo what King I mean? Woodby. But he nailed this one. And the relationship with her. And she play, he plays her uncle. And... Uh, you know what, I, and I know Dick Dashley hasn't seen it yet, but the it's wrapped into the what's going on where you see these men, these women getting shot by police, and what you're seeing is you seeing what what a man did, what he did was to protect his queen. Now she wasn't his queen, but she was a you know I'm with you, you with me, I'm in charge to protect you. You know what I mean? Even if I didn't know you, and basically what it was is he was protecting her. Ended up getting a hold of the gun and shot the cop. And then you have them, everything else spiraling off of that. You know what I mean? So you can definitely. That's the commercial show. Yeah, that's what you So you definitely got, you know, to to have you comment and spiral off that engine and we can get more into the movie. But please, y'all, go check it out. And Lisa, Lisa. Um, I think that the movie was beautifully written and it was well played out, me personally. And in the beginning, um, the girl, she kind of was like, I ain't going to say I didn't like her character. Well, she was rude to him. But she, yeah, she, she was, was rude, rude to So him. she was kind of irritating in the beginning. But then once the movie went on and you started to learn her character, you understood why she was yeah. the way she was. And I can understand why, she's, why she was the way she was. Mm-hmm. And... And I seen a um, spoiler alert. Anybody? Spoiler alert. We're talking about the Queen of Slim movie. And then I seen a post on Facebook where somebody said that the movie was a uh, black exploitation. Black exploitation. Black exploitation. Yeah. Really? Uh huh. And I asked that person why they didn't really respond back to me at, at this point. But I'm thinking maybe that person said and something. You can find that comment. I'm thinking maybe the person said it because it kind of, it kind of, you can look at it as it perpetuating the stereotypes that they have of us. You have the angry black woman, then you have the rejection towards authority, and then they did what they did, and instead of doing what would be the right thing, turn yourself in and all that, call for help and all that. They did the complete opposite. And I mean, they always saying that we have, our community has a problem with police officers. So in this movie, in a sense, maybe that person was saying that because of those certain things. And I think some people just too conscious for their own good. Maybe so. (laughs) You said, and I personally didn't feel that way about the movie, but you know, I was just trying to look at it from a different point of view. I don't know. You know, 
I personally like the movie, and I do think that you should go pay your money to go see it. And they also said, you know, don't waste your money. And I do think that. Oh. I do think like. I don't think that was a black person that was talking then. I do think that that's where we have problems. Just because you don't like it, doesn't mean that you shouldn't support black businesses. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no bad. It's not a negative thing. So why we can't support each other? Yeah, it's one thing to say. I didn't like the movie. It's another thing to say. Don't go see it. Don't go see it. See mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But we only do that with our own we movies. We only do that. And I, that's we what I'm saying. So we won't do that with the Goblet of Fire. You know what I mean? No, no. That was my second or, or Gaza, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it wasn't just no... It's not like the movie is just dirt and it's just the worst movie ever made. Right. You know what I'm saying? And... But see, the thing, like I said before, the thing, what was the basis of, you know, by using black exploitation? The, the, the foundation of black exploitation was white directors, white writers, you know, writing for black people. You know what I mean? And here you have a black woman and a black director, a female director. You know what I mean? So that right there, even though we know the powers that be still hover over whatever, but, you know, that's the exact opposite of what the foundation of a black exploitation movie was. Well, we got a few comments. Yeah. Booker said her name is Vanessa L. Williams, Keisha from the New Jack City. Not that, about that And then uh, Dominique Nunu Scott said, hey, what's up, niece? That's my girl, that's Gigi's older daughter. Well, I never. Bachelor <laughs> 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 responded to Veronica uh, Lisa, oh, that's you. Uh, so, hey, without me seeing the movie, I can't really comment on the movie itself. But I will say that I got some, uh, my kids went to go see it for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And were pleasantly surprised. Like, they didn't know what they were going to see. They they stopped there and said, Quentin Slim's like, wow. And then the fact that it was filmed in Cleveland. He didn't even use Cleveland extras. He was, they, they were really pleasantly surprised. And, and telling me, hey, you need to go see this. It's, it's powerful. I'm not going to give it away, but go check it out. I mean, we sit through everything. Like, you know, I, I just, I sat through a movie called Freaks yesterday. It was a good movie. It was a movie about, you know, these people with special powers, the whole nine. It's, it's, it's amazing to me how we are so accustomed to movies that don't have mm-hmm. any diversity in the casting. We don't call movies white movies. We'll call a movie a movie. If a movie has a black cast, all of a sudden it's a black movie. For one, we have to get out of that mindset. Every movie that we put out does not have to be a get out. Does not have to be a 12 years a slave. It doesn't have to be a masterpiece. Sometimes we need a movie that just speaks to a certain thing. We are not monolithic in the way that we live. We don't all live the same life. We have different experiences from different points of view. Just like you saying that lady was kind of annoying. She came from a different perspective and it took a second to understand why she had that venom or that, that portion of that mm-hmm. part of her personality and her life. We are not monolithic. We need all these different type of aspects and we need to support these things. For one, you got a guy like Tyler Perry who spent $600 million on the studio. You know, we need to, whatever he put now, I ain't going to say it's always going to be good, but support it because what does that do? He's going to hire black directors. Uh, he's going to hire uh, black grips, you know, stunt people, the whole nine. We need to start getting involved and then not just telling the black story, but telling a story. 
This is a story just mm-hmm. happening to start black people, and then we we understand the subtleties of that. You know what I'm saying? Once again, I haven't seen the movie yet. I can't wait to check it out. I will go see it tomorrow or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I will be in. I'll be having me a popcorn lunch. That's what mm-hmm. these salespeople call that. I saw. I uh, shared. I went back and found the comment and went on ahead and shared it in the in this uh, room or in the show in the comment section. And that's not my comment, but that's what the comment I saw. That's what's up. But you know, and it's and that's still their opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody's entitled to and, their and opinion. Entitled to it, but you know, it's just like people are giving away spoilers to the movie. Avengers Endgame is a year and a half, two years old now. Nobody gave away the end of that movie. You have power. Power comes out, and people put immediately what happened at the end of the show. You have a movie like Queen of Slim come out. You're going to have people putting spoilers out because we don't value our things like that. Why don't you value everybody's experience? Why Why do we keep the secrets of other movies, but we don't keep the secrets of We got to show, oh, yeah, and this is what happened. And then when this happened on this, here's the meme for this. Don't do that. Why do we do that to each other? Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like, why are we so critical with each other? It goes back to what I said. Nobody wants to be sub-Saharan. Everybody want to be Northern African. Everyone, everybody want to be black Hebrew Israelite. Everybody want to be Native American. Don't nobody want to be African. Don't nobody want to stick to the ideals of having sacredy and sanctity when it comes to black things. Mm-hmm. Let's just go see it. Let's go support it because we supported a whole. Right. What, what, what was this movie? Dances with the Wolves won the Academy Award for best best picture one year. Do you even remember that movie? No. Do you remember anything about that movie? I've never even saw the movie. Okay. So, I'm saying we can't go check Queen and Slim out. I ain't seen the movie once again. But you got people already don't, oh, it's an insult to this. Or even now, it's funny. People were saying, don't go see Harriet, right? The movie about Harriet Tubman. And then when they found out they wanted to cast Julia Roberts, now it's probably those same people who saying, well, how you going to put Julia Roberts in that? Well, didn't your ass just say don't want to see the movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man... Miss me with that, man. Sometimes it's just amazing. You have to, yeah. whenever you point one finger, it's three pointing back. So I'm careful with how, how bad I criticize because I understand I'm guilty see, of everything you know, I'm saying. But see, there, there's one thing about criticism, man. And there's another thing about, I don't know what I want to call it, but, I, you know, I have a standard. You know, I'm a movie buff. You know what I mean? And I have a standard for movies. And my standard for movie is the same. No matter who making it, no matter who directing it, who's starring in it, it doesn't change. You know what I mean? So a good movie is a good movie to me. Now, if it's if it's trash, I'd say it's trash. Now, that'd be my opinion, but I'm not going to discourage or, or downgrade the movie. I'll just say I didn't like it. I won't say it's trash. I'll say, you know what? I went to see such and such. I didn't really care for it. You know, if you want to know why, I'll tell you why. It's, it's strictly movie, but... I, I always end, you need to check it out yourself because your opinion might be different than mine. You know what I mean? I always say that. Why? I'm like, man, don't, don't, don't not see it because I didn't like it. You know, I want you to see it so we can discuss, you know, how, how, how you know, what you think. Because you might have thought it was great. You know, like you, like you, Norbit. You know, I wasn't a big Norbit fan. You know what I'm saying? I like Norbit. See, though. see what I'm saying? There we go. I like Norbit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not big on Norbit, you know what I mean? But hey. Whoever floats your boat. Man, yeah, Big Mama's house full. You want to go see Big Mama's house full? You go see Big Mama's house full. We going to draw you know what I'm saying? Nah, hey, that's, man, that's somebody tip. Oh, Matrix is the worst movie I ever seen. I saw like, what the heck was this person watching? <laughs> you know, because Did you watch the same movie ever? That's why I always say, hey, check it out for yourself. That's why when people badmouth a movie, 
you know, especially something that I've seen and I really wanted to see, I'm still going to go see it. Mm-hmm. I want to go see it again. You know? And y'all, stop giving away the end of this movie. I, I, I refuse it. If I see stuff that say, oh, like Queen of Slim, I don't even read the meme because yeah. I ain't seen it yet. Why do we do that? Stop giving away the end to power. Stop hey, be- hey because, you know, I don't worry because we don't yeah. watch power and the night it comes on, I have to put my phone away until I watch it, literally. I had to put, because, because you know, like you said, people can't keep it in their pants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, they want to they hold water. they seen it. Yeah. Now, the truth be told, having the on-demand thing, I see it before everybody else. I've never once told you the end of, 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 uh, mm-hmm. of power. It's just, it doesn't appeal to me. And now we all come over, I'll be like, why don't y'all watch it before it air tonight? Right. Come on, come watch it. But, um, you know, we, we got we to gotta stop doing that. Veronica Thorne said, people are conditioned to view things that way. Uh, and the more diversity there is and what we see on our screen, the conversation will change. But we have to remember, this has been going on for a long time. And like anything, it takes time to reverse the pathology, uh, the pathological damage. I would I would agree. When I was challenging people on, you know, why do we label anything with black cast as a black movie? That's not fair. Because we watch a whole bunch of movies. Like, I want to watch The Irishman. I don't think yeah. there's going to be one black person in there. Maybe right. a driver or a maid mm-hmm. or something like that. And and I get that. But I like Martin Scorsese. Well, Martin Scorsese, like I said, the same, the same, the smart Martin Scorsese, Spike Lee. You know what I mean? Yeah. These guys are on equal ground. I, will, I do want to say something about the movie, man. That, you know, when we're talking about the, 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 the relationship, the healing, like, you know, they were protecting each other, man. They were healing each other. It was symbolic for me. Yeah. Like, everybody get, you know, art transfers people different. They the, they were healing each other. They were, the, the dialect with them talking, you see how he was looking out for her and she was looking out for him. Even when they didn't know each other, like, at the point, he, they, it was like his instinct was to protect her. Her Brother instinct was to protect him. him. Yeah. And you seen that develop through the movie into this love affair. It was just, it, it was really, it really t- was touching. It was really touching. <laughs> it was really touching, man. And it really was a beautiful story. It really was well-written and well-directed. Like, it wasn't, you know, they it wasn't rushed. You know what I mean? I it, was, it was just well done. Like I said, me, I, I'm, I want, you know, we need, we do need to support these movies so that we can keep, it's like the to me it's the black renaissance right now. Like really you really having like some of the best movies are being I mean, you know, and I used to be maybe in the past I would judge black people art with black movies, so to speak, different. Because I wanna see things well done. I wanna see a certain level. I, I don't wanna detect the shortcut on some like some of the movies that, you know, have been put out. Hey. I wanna put the same effort in, in, into the movies that you know what I'm saying, the the top Blockbusters to get put into. Like, I got the hook on two of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> But still watching. I mean, but you know what? Like, you know what? But see, how many, but see that, that's the thing. You know, how, you know how many, and you made a great point. How many dumbass white comedies I done sat there and, and sat through Man, and you laughed maybe Dupree. two, three you times. You had to be like one of the worst movies yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, dude, like, where's my car? So, yeah, that was so a stupid you know, movie. So, yeah, they, it definitely be some chunkers, man. So, but like it was I a said, good, it was a good stupid. <laughs> right, right. Some of these movies, you're like, wow, how did yeah. they get through? How did they talk about this? We got a Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing Harry. Let my people go. 
man. Y'all tapped into the full disclosure show, man. I want to thank y'all again for tuning up. Tuning in, you know what I'm saying? Dangling my wizard first. Big Dang Dowdy, Bobby Rich Green, Lisa Lisa, Little Lady House. Tell your people you love her, man, because tomorrow ain't promise. I'm trying to tell you. It's all love all day. Peace. Peace. Stay royal. Peace.